time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you're in alignment with your life? Do you feel like that everything's aligned around your physical life, your mental life? your spiritual life, your emotional life, or maybe you feel like you're actually out of alignment. Well, that's the question that we're going to ponder today as I talk with Janie and Sabrina as they talk about their process of finding alignment in life. Now, they come at it from a, a place of movement as a metaphor for what happens in the rest of your body, but we're going to talk about how all that comes together so that you can find your alignment in life. In fact, they're going to talk about two steps in the process that you can do right from listening to what we explore together. Just two simple steps. It just takes a few minutes. And then they're going to give you another step that they're going to offer for you for free at their website. So you can even test this out for yourself to see if you find some alignment in your life in places where maybe you've been stuck in a story, maybe you've been stuck now, playing out that tape of not taking care of yourself, of being selfish when you do, and maybe it's time to make that switch to finding that internal place where you feel aligned throughout your life, but especially as you feel alignment in who you truly are. Join me now as I talk with Janie and Bree about alignment. Jenny, Bree, thank you so much for being here. We've got two people. This is kind of fun because uh, Bree's on, on one side of my screen, Jenny's on the other, and we're going to have a trialogue here. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, kind of how you two have been working together and what that's brought together. Uh, just kind of the story of how you two have, have moved to, towards this understanding of alignment. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. First of all, we're really excited to be here. Uh, love your podcasts and learning a lot from you. Um, you know, our story is, is fun. It's really fun. I come from a background of really spirituality, if you will, and uh, fitness, entertainment. Uh, so always tuned in and tapped in as a little kid to um, spirituality. And I just call it that instead of religion because people have a lot of different ideas about what that word means. So not to cause confusion, but was always on that path and uh, wanted to teach in that way and uh, lead with that. So Beginning with the entertainment and then moving, transitioning into fitness was a no-brainer. And I started a company uh, several years ago and uh, decided to change paths. Uh, I was working more in the fitness end. It was um, getting to be a little bit too much about the six-pack. I remember one of your <laughs> one of your podcasts about that, and um, wanted to, wanted to work with people. No judgment there, but we're a little bit more into their. Uh, whole mind-body experience. So it was around that time that I wanted to really do something different that I met Sabrina. Mm. And it was really divine. And we connected and we connected really well. And she stepped in to help uh, with a legal matter. And uh, she'll tell you a little bit more about that in a minute, I'm sure. And uh, kind of rescued us there. And one thing happened after another and it just all spiraled. And I think that's what happens when you are living in alignment, when you're really you know what you want and you're asking for what you want and then you kind of have to get out of your own way and allow it to come to you and pay attention to how you feel. These are kind of really the foundational teachings that we share with people. And it really is a practice because it sounds really easy, right? Oh yeah, I'm just going to pay attention to how I feel and everything's just going to fall into place. But it is a practice. It is something that you have to 
uh, make part of your daily life and really make it a priority, you know, and understand that it's not being selfish to pay attention to how you feel, not just physically, but, you know, spiritually, emotionally, all of it. It's a full package, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so that idea of teaching others how to live in alignment uh, and not that we have it all figured out because as you well know, this is an ongoing practice. We're all learning this all the time and we're working this all the time because life can be a bumpy road. Um, but that's, that's where it led to. And we have physical workouts. Um, those were all in place. We had a few moving meditations, which is another product line of ours in place. And we've really expanded that. Um, and of course we do our retreats and, uh, we'll cover, some of the other offerings. But the most important thing that we just really want to share with people is that we really are quite certain that life is supposed to be good for all of us and that we can all have that without question if we can just pay more attention to how we feel. Mm -hmm. So you came from the uh, entertainment world through fitness and now into this new place that doesn't get rid of the fitness stuff, but is expanding it into what that's about in life. So let's bring in Bree and you can tell us more about it from your whatever legal side that was and <laughs> how that came sure, in. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually working at a corporate law firm at the time when I met Jannie and um, my, I, I had been in the legal world for a while, um, but actually undergrad, I had studied dance and psychology and kind of dabbled in fitness throughout that time. So when I met Jannie, it was almost this perfect collision of all of our worlds, you know, just everything that she was working on and doing, I, I connected with. So I, I just really um, understood it and I loved it and thought, wow, this is really something that a lot of people need in their lives. And a lot of people don't really know how to, how to get it because we're all just kind of doing the daily grind and go to sleep, go to work, get home. <laughs> go to sleep, go to work, get home, you know, like Rinse, eat some wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so yeah, this, this whole thing kind of started with this legal question, but very quickly morphed into, um, just a great working relationship and a very exciting ride of <laughs> how do we translate what we know is, is so important for people to really understand. Mm -hmm. um, so we went through with the previous company, you know, we were trying to revamp the website and figure out, you know, who the target market is and all of these things. And it just quickly turned into, let's just take a step back. What is, you know, what are we really doing here? And let's just kind of have a fresh start at it. And so it's been so exciting. We've been now alignment essentials for almost almost two years no a year and a half a little over a year yep. um and we just we keep evolving every day we've met such amazing people and so um the more we go down this path um i'm not practicing law anymore <laughs> now we're doing this on the daily and um we're really excited to actually do this workshop coming up where we can actually explain and kind of show people everything that we offer because yeah, there's so much here now that mm -hmm. it's it's just getting it out there. So practicing law to practicing alignment is the, <laughs> the transition. Exactly, yes, okay, so, yes. So and it's, it really is a perfect testament to what we do because I feel so much more in alignment now. I mean, I loved my job. I really did. I, I had a great experience in the whole corporate world. 
and practicing as a lawyer. Um, but part of part of what we teach too is that this life is kind of just a crazy journey and everything pieces together along the way. You may not see it at the time, but it all kind of pieces together. And looking back, it's so easy to see, oh, that makes sense. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? Why did that happen? And then we met and now we're doing what we're doing. And I just, I just really love the idea that, that you can't get it wrong in mm-hmm. your life. This is something Janny says all the time and it, it completely resonates with me because you really can't get it wrong. You just it, you just have to pay attention to how you feel and do what feels good for you. And so right now, this makes so much more sense for me than sitting in an office all day, even though I really enjoyed what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of all part of this path. So this is word that's come up a couple of times, living in alignment. Let's talk about what alignment means and what that looks like. So this takes us back to, uh, you know, really wanting to feel good most of the time. As I was traveling around the world in uh, entertaining and um, in fitness uh, teaching, that was the common denominator. I would go to experience a lot of, I'm a big fan of experiencing religion and food because I think, you know, rituals tell a lot about societies and I love to learn about that. I find that very fascinating. And so I would really try to experience that, you know, authentically. And the one common denominator, no matter where I went, was that people were just looking for a little more joy. Uh, and people had different ideas of what that meant. But it was all about feeling good. You know, we never have met anybody who's like, I just have too much joy in my life. Please, somebody help me shut this joy down. You know, it's, uh, Sabrina refers to that as joy overload. We just don't find that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm not saying that everyone was unhappy by any means, but people were just always looking almost naturally for anything else that would make them feel good. I think that's just a very natural desire for all humans. And, and most of us really want other people to feel good too, but we understand that we can't control that. You know, our work is here within ourselves and, and we do our best at that. And, and we feel that really rolls into other people's lives. So by paying attention to how we feel and really asking that, what if question, you know, what if that really was the most important thing in your life? Uh, now some people might feel, wow, that's a selfish thing to say. Uh, and to some degree, I would say, yeah, it is selfish because you have to put how you feel first in your mind and you start paying attention. I think for a lot of people, they don't really know that they're out of alignment until they really fall out of alignment. So for an example, let's say you get up and you're going through your day and you're doing what you need to do to really feel good in your morning, whether you do a little meditation or you go for a walk, uh, whatever it is that you do, have a cup of tea, pet your cat, whatever it is. Hopefully you're not just you know, hitting the floor running, although I did that for many years. Uh, So you get into your day, you feel like you're, you know, in the flow, you're in the flow of it. And then something happens. And whether it's that person that you run into, and it doesn't seem to matter what happens every time you run into that person, it just throws you out of that good feeling place. Um, or anything. I mean, things are coming at us all day long, and we just have to kind of bob and weave, bob and weave. But if we're paying attention to how we feel, then we have an opportunity when we practice it to get out in front of it. So if I'm paying attention to how I feel, I'm going to start recognizing my patterns. 
and the patterns that happen in how I feel when I'm surrounded by certain people or in certain environments where I feel like I'm really thriving or I feel like I'm being a little suffocated or, or you know, kind of pushed down. I'm not able to be in that good feeling place. So for us, that's what alignment means. And it, it is a practice uh, because it's going to be a little bit different for everyone. And for a lot of people, you know, Lee, I, I know years went by before anybody asked me how I felt about anything. And I'm not saying that was anybody's fault because that's my work. But I think for a lot of us, we are like, like you said, wash, rinse, repeat. Mm -hmm. And we don't take the time. And once we get to be a grown up, we aren't really ask, you know, we start thinking about what our kids want or, or what does our boss want? What do they need? So this is taking back our power because if we can learn to live most of the time, obviously we're not going to be there all the time, but most of the time in a good feeling place, we're just going to have more to offer. Um, we're going to just be more um, complete, if you will, less frustrated and uh, the world's just going to be a better place. And and I think one of the reasons we call ourselves a, a wellness company as opposed to a fitness company is because it's really not, it's not just about one of the lanes. To be in alignment, you really need that balance between the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. You know, it, it really is, it's almost a balance kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really where we, where we don't even consider ourselves a fitness company and go into what is wellness all about. It's, it's really the complete package. Mm -hmm. And so all these tools that we offer are to help people in all their different lanes so that they can overall feel a sense of wellness alignment in their life. So um, just, to, just to kind of recap, and I, I want to expand a little bit on that. You said that um, what we want is to feel good most of the time. And, and so the alignment process is to figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine some people who are not quite clear about that would say, well, you know, yep. So I go home and, you know, grab a six pack or something else good to point. feel good, um, mm -hmm. which wouldn't necessarily lead to alignment. So what are, what's the space? So I can, I can imagine out of alignment, me going, yeah, I'm out of alignment. I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my physical world, my mental world, my spiritual world, emotional world. None of that's happy. So I know I'm out of alignment, but then there are those who might think that they are doing things that are trying to feel good, but aren't necessarily putting them into alignment. So what would that look like? The difference between those spots? That's a really great question uh, because I think we've all at some point in our life, you know, reached outside of ourselves for power or joy, you know, reaching, giving that away. Like if, if you'll just, you know, Lee, if you just act a certain way, then I could be happy, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Or I can't get there. So I'll just have a cocktail or whatever. And no judgment. We all have to find our way, but this is a great point. So what we encourage people to do is first of all, understand that they're never going to get this done. So it's not a race. This is just life and it's a process and it's a practice. And we're going to begin slowly and make it really simple, step-by-step, easy-easy, because we all know that beliefs are just thoughts that we continually think. So if we have a belief system that my life is a wreck, we are not going to do a moving meditation and be like, my life is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not going to happen. So there's a process. So the first thing that we take people into is 
gratitude. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what's going on in your life, when you first awake in the morning, before you do anything else, and this is a 10 second process, before you do anything else, you want to find something to feel appreciation for. And, you know, for me, I always tell the same story. It's my pillow because I travel a lot. And when I'm in my house with my pillow and I wake up in my bed and I'm in between homes right now, so I'm really meaning this, it makes a difference. There's a a different feeling that I have than when I'm at a hotel or, you know, staying somewhere else. It's just a, a different feeling. And so I want to find that because what that does is it sets my intention. Now, let's say I go to sleep and I'm really in a bad place. And I, I'm, I don't, bad can mean a lot of different things to different people, but just out of alignment, let's say, for example, you've lost a loved one, you are in despair, or you can't find a job, you are in despair. You, there's, you just go to sleep and you're really wound up, your head won't stop. We always recommend a nap. That's a great thing to do. Slow that thought process down a little bit because you've got a lot of momentum going behind what's not working. And the more attention you give to what's not working, we tend to get more of what's not working. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a challenge. So the easiest time to do this is when you first wake up because you've been sleeping. So the momentum has slowed down. It doesn't mean the grief won't creep right back in when you wake up, but you have slowed it down. So this is the easiest time when you first wake to find something to feel grateful for. If it's just your breath, it's just your breath. If you don't have a pillow right now, I understand. So it can be a little bit more challenging for some than others, but we can always find something to feel appreciation for. So if we can set our first intention with that, this is a huge step forward before all the stuff starts coming at us, all of that stuff that's not working. We've set our intention. We've given our complete focus to that. And then gradually we move into a practice of identifying how I feel as soon as I wake up, whether it's joy, frustration, anger, whatever it is, there's no judgment around that. What you feel is what you feel. You don't have to explain that to anyone. It's just what you're feeling. So recognize it. And then you can do some type of meditation. There are a variety and you don't have to sit still to do that because that doesn't work for a lot of people. There's different ways of doing that, but uh, five minutes, three minutes of that game changer. And then we ask people to introduce that throughout the day. Now I'm talking about doing this maybe over 30 days. This is not something that you try to jump way from where you are to way far away. That just is not possible. There's too much. And, and I think we would all agree that the stuff that happens in between you shifting from where you are to where you want to be is really important. It's really valuable. We all would like to just jump because we just want to get over there where, where we're going to find some relief, right? I just, I want to find some relief. I can't pay my bills. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I just, I just am looking for some kind of relief. So instead of reaching for something that doesn't serve you outside of yourself, this is a very easy practice that you can just begin. And a lot of people doing it a lot of different ways. This just happens to be ours and it works. It's interesting. You talked about that reaching outside of self. That to me, um, I always talk about what we can control, what we can't control. And 
it reminds me that when people are reaching for those things, they're reaching for things because they aren't controlling, you know, internally, they're not dealing with what's going on. So they're finding either to get power somewhere to feel better or that drink or whatever to feel better. It's an external piece, as you said. So it's reaching outside of the self, which really puts us outside of our place of control. Big time. Yeah. Um, so, um, Brie, anything you want to add to that process so far, or do we want to keep on uh, marching? Just one thing I can add. For, yeah. So from the user perspective, um, some people hear this and, and they completely get it and think, okay, great. So now logistically, literally, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know how to meditate. So what do I do? So we offer a specific type of meditation. We call it moving meditations. There's all sorts of things that people can do if they want to do their own thing. But for ours, it actually is a video that they can pull up on our website. So they don't have to make anything up. There is a two minute video for appreciation. And so when we start with that one, what we tell people to do is wake up first thing in the morning, think of something you appreciate. And it's important to really think of something that you appreciate so that you genuinely feel the emotion, you know, and as Jenny said, it could be something little, it could be something huge, it can be your dog, it can be, you know, anything, but pick something that you truly feel the emotion for, you know, feel that feeling for in the moment, Mm -hmm. and then pull up the video and do the moving meditation for appreciation. And so what this does, and we have this for over 30 different feelings and emotions in this video library, is as you start to work this practice, you connect the movement, you connect the music, you connect the the feeling to this moving meditation. And so it helps you over time shift your emotions pretty easily throughout the day. You're not going to shift from one to, as Jenny was saying, to something that's really far away. That shift isn't going to happen, but you can pretty easily shift, you know, a little bit. Or if you do this for appreciation every morning, you can pretty easily really amplify that feeling of emotion. uh, Sorry, that feeling of appreciation in the morning. Um, And whenever the song comes on, whenever the video comes on, you almost immediately shift into that feeling. So wanted to be clear that people understood it's, it actually is a, a video that they can pull up. And we have the same thing also for all of our workouts um, for, and, and there's all different types of workouts on the website. This is, it's something, they're all five minutes long. You can pull it up, do it anytime. And I love what you were both saying about, you know, being in control of versus reaching outside. One of the things that's really cool about all of, all of our products online is that um, you're in control. So it's all about paying attention to how you feel. And then you pick the emotion, you pick the moving meditation that you want to do with all of our workouts there's different options through the entire thing. So you pick, okay, what do I want to work on today? You go and you pick the video. It's not like you have an instructor telling you, you have to feel this, you have to do this, you know, this is all we're going to do today. It's instead all about taking ownership, taking control for yourself, picking what you want to do, picking what you need in your life. And a lot of people feel very empowered by that. Just by that alone, it's such an empowering thing to to really pay attention to what they need that day. So when you're talking about moving meditation, 
what's the moving look like? I mean, I, I'm sure people are imagining I'm standing on my head, you know, my, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. am I doing? How move? yoga is this going to yeah. get, right? right. <laughs> and no, it's very yeah. simple. So, so very, very yeah. simple. Um, for example, um, some of them you literally don't, you, you're standing and your arms may do a few movements, but the lower body basically stays put. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them you would do seated on the floor, uh, very easy movement. Anybody could do any of it. Um, as long as they didn't have, you know, serious physical limitations. And even if they did, it really doesn't matter because once you've watched it, the music, as you know, there's such strong energy in music and the music will really take you right there. So let's say, for example, I was in a wheelchair because I have been and I know what that's like. I could still feel this movement. I could duplicate maybe what I'm doing on the screen with my lower body, with my upper body, and I could still go to that place in my mind. I could still find that relief. Yeah. And actually one thing that's really funny, we have people tell us all the time that once they've been doing the moving meditations for a while, they just turn it on. They don't even move. There's, you know, there's one where let's say the movement, if you're looking at the video, you, you can see this, I'm rubbing my hands together. People can sit in their car. They can turn that song on and just visualize it. You don't even really have to move. But the other thing for anyone listening right now, we will give all of your listeners a free moving meditation to check out on our website. We'll give the link later. But so when they go and listen to this podcast, they can go, we'll actually put up the moving meditation for appreciation Mm -hmm. since we've just been talking about it. Mm -hmm. They can do it completely for free. Try it every morning for a week and see what they think. And this is a great season for that. I mean, we've just come out of Thanksgiving at this point by the time this is out and we're still in the holiday season. So a great time to be practicing gratitude anyway. And and Absolutely. so um, here's the thing I always like when someone says, well, just try it out is there's no risk of that, right? I mean, you, it's, you become your own laboratory. If, if it doesn't work, you'll know it. And if it does work, you'll be amazed by it. So no loss there. I mean, what's the worst that happens if you get up in the morning and start imagining something you're grateful for? I don't know much bad could come from that. So. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> low threshold there, low danger point. There's something that's kind of interesting in this um, alignment. So we've talked about this, the balance point. You talked about balance. And so now I'm going to bring in a little piece that I've kind of noticed is that whenever somebody starts something uh, that requires balance, uh, and I'm now I'm talking about like a physical thing their first thing to do is over, you know, over almost rigidly balance. Um, mm-hmm. I've done uh, like slack ropes and I do, do jujitsu now, which is always mm-hmm. about balance and unbalancing somebody else and trying to not be unbalanced. And what I realize is the more rigid you are, the more fragile it is there, that mm-hmm. there really isn't a true alignment. I'm just wondering how that fits into the process. What, how do you do this um, without rigidity, without getting stuck in that so that you actually, kind of overcompensate. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I understand your question. Um, so with the workouts, uh, one of the things, it's it's cool that you're doing the jujitsu because we do incorporate martial arts. So what we do is a fusion of martial arts and jujitsu isn't in it yet, <laughs> working on that, but we do a fusion of martial arts and fitness. And the fitness part is very functional. It's just things you'd have to do throughout your day. Mm-hmm. And the martial arts part of it, we really wanted to use because of that mind body connection you 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 know martial arts is a practice right you have things that you have to do repetitively over and over again like yoga i mean you just know when you go in there's going to be certain things you're always going to do 
And then you take those skills to the mat, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, if you choose to do that. So that idea of repetition for us was key. So we wanted people to understand that we're going to do this movement very slowly first, because just like in martial arts, you don't add speed until you have accuracy. You know, you have to understand the skill. You have to understand what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And that requires a mind-body connection that continuously evolves. I think any master would say, I'm still learning from this basic movement. So that is key to making that connection. And so what people will start to do in this workout, which is so fun when you teach it, is that they are in their zone. So they know this, you know, there's only so many rounds. There's quite a few, but they can pick and choose what they want to do. Every round is five minutes. So they can do as many as they want. There's a two-minute active recovery where you rest the mind and move the body quietly. And that's really where you go back into that state of appreciation for the work that you just did and give your body two minutes of that active recovery to really acknowledge, pay attention to how you feel from that round, and then move into that next round. Because after two minutes, you're ready. Mm. You know, two minutes is a long time. So that's, I hope I'm answering your question directly. So there's a very strong connection between taking it easy and not overdoing it. If anything, it's like, okay, you need to, let's slow down make sure you understand what you're doing. And then when you're ready, you can start to add speed. You can start to move the target. We use that phrase a lot because you know, in martial arts, it's not like aerobics. (laughs) Everybody doesn't just stand facing the mirror. Mm -hmm. So you really want to be alone in this workout. Even if, even if you were at one of our live events with a hundred people, these people, there's no one else in the room which is very much what happens when you work a practice in martial arts. You have to do that mental work before you go diving into a rigid physical workout. Because most people, I was a trainer for 40 years and, you know, most people, they're terrified of trainers, personal trainers. Like I'm going to go in there, I'm going to pay this person a bunch of money and I'm not going to be able to walk the next day. And unfortunately that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And, and you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, if you're going, you're probably trying to find some relief, right? You're trying to dump some stress. You want to feel more comfortable in your own skin. You want to take care of yourself cardiovascularly. Um, And even if it just is about, I want to look a certain way, that's, your business, you know, if you will. But within our workout, people will, regardless of that desire, they will find that mind-body connection through that repetitive practice. And they will be able, we've got people who've been doing the same workout for six years. So it's not the workout that's changed, changes. It's the, your understanding of what you're doing that causes that continuous growth and expansion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I could just add a couple things, sure. one literally about balance in the workout and then the other kind of just about balance with the whole practice. So um, it's interesting with the workout, since we have these different options in it, we call them states of mind in the workout. But one of them really is a lot about physical balance. And we've had night. 90 plus year olds able to do the entire workout. And one of the things that they say is how much their balance has improved by doing the workout. We also had people with various physical, you know, brain issues, um, uh, you know, just physical things going on, really serious things that affected their balance. And by doing the warrior workout, 
they told us that literally their balance improved tremendously at if you know that they noticed through their entire life so that's just kind of cool on the literal balance physical side and then as far as kind of balance with the workout the meditation emotional spiritual you know the whole life thing one of the things that is kind of fun about what we do is that we make things fun i mean everything it's just about having fun with it and Danny says all the time you can't get it wrong that she really means it you know you can't get it wrong in the workout you can't get it wrong you can't mess up meditation you can't mess up you know thinking what do i appreciate or how am i going to work this practice it it really is just about how do you feel pay attention to that and then you know figure out what you need to do to stay feeling good a little bit more of the time. So it kind of helps with the balance of life when you just take the pressure off and think, okay, <laughs> this, I, I can't get this wrong. So if I don't do a workout today, not the end of the world. If I don't have time to meditate, okay. You know, it's, it doesn't matter. It, it's mm -hmm. all going to work out if you just kind of pay attention to the things that feel good, try to stay there a little bit more. And the more you do it, the more you end up feeling that way. So one of the things I kind of I want to just observe for people who are listening that there is this metaphor uh, and reality to balance, you know, and, and in our conversation, I mean, I think you y'all talk about it um, so fluidly in your own mind and, and in your conversation that I don't want to miss the fact that we're talking in the workout. It is about physical balance, but in alignment in your life alignment it's not the balance is about how are you balancing your emotional life how are you balancing your mental life how are you balancing your balancing your your spiritual life that all of those areas have a metaphor of um physical balance and uh, to your point uh, one of the things we do lose in age tends to be balance and one of the things we most need <laughs> is balanced and it can be retrained. So it's very cool that that even that piece is, is in there. Um, the reason it's uh, so important in the rest of life though, is uh, so uh, back to my thing that, you know, the, the rigidity I've watched some people do, I, I pull out a slack line and put it up and I watch people try to stand on it. And like what they want to do is stand straight up, which is the quickest way to the ground. You know, you, yes. you have to be able to move with it a little bit and keep your balance underneath yes. you uh, because things are shifting. And I think that's kind of your point about how do you deal with life and stay aligned when life is throwing you lots of stuff. Is that it's hard? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. People I know, I mean, we, um, I've been working this practice my whole life and I bump into big challenges all the time. Uh, but it's, it's easier because I'm out in front of it. I can, I can feel when I'm starting to feel, you know, I can feel that churning in my gut. And when that churning starts, instead of waiting until the explosion, <laughs> mm -hmm. now I get way out in front of that. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm doing that thing I do. It's okay. It's justified, if you will. There are things going on, but I can make a decision here because uh, I get to choose how I respond to this. And that's a practice. You know, when I was younger, I would be quite responsive quite quickly. And um, so, you know, you, you kind of gain... Uh, you, your balance is better when you're younger physically, but I wouldn't say necessarily emotionally. As you get older, I, I feel like it's the emotional balance is better. And then the physical balance kind of is more of a challenge. So, but really understanding that point of that you can't get it wrong. I think that's one that 
that your listeners would find great value in because of what you teach. When we say you can't get it wrong, what we're talking about is just the contrast in your life. And when we're in a live environment or we're live chatting with people, whatever we're, uh, however we're communicating, when we say you can't get it wrong, what we're really talking about is the contrast that you experience in your life. So if someone says, you know, listen, you have no idea what I've done in my life. Like I have really messed this up. I have done a lot of wrong things. I haven't cared for my children like I should have. I, I had an affair. I, I spent money where I shouldn't. All these different guilt things that are going on in our head that are kind of holding us back, that are keeping us stuck in those mistakes, if you will, that we tend to call them. And a lot of that could be connected to the beliefs that we were given uh, throughout our childhood. We inherit beliefs and we have to work through some of those beliefs and figure out whether or not they work for us. So what we would share there is that when you go through, I'll just use the relationship one as an example, because most people, whether they've been married or not, have been in a relationship that's been very important to them at some point in their life. When that doesn't work out the way that we hoped it would, we can go through a lot of guilt. We can go through a lot of different emotions and get stuck for a very long time. I was stuck for a good five years after my first marriage on my second marriage, I've been married for 29 years. So I'm really grateful to my first husband because he really shined a big light on what I didn't want out of a relationship. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. I mean, we could state facts and everybody could keep score, but it won't change anything. The reality of the situation was that we came together, we learned from one another and we were very clear that this was not what we wanted. So I'm very grateful that that didn't take very long. And then I was much clearer about what I wanted and I was able to attract and create a relationship that I'm not saying it isn't a lot of work, if you will, but it's joyful and it's something I wanted and it's something I have. So, you know, you, when you're sitting in it, it just feels like crap (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's really horrible. It's really difficult. It's it's a struggle, um, but it doesn't have to be. If I knew then, we say a lot, right? What I know now, uh, I would have been able to move through that easier. But I wouldn't skip that process because that contrast. You know, you got to know hot to know cold. That contrast and that journey that I went through in that relationship really served me in my life. Even though it was very challenging when I was in it, it was very difficult for me. It real and it probably was just as difficult for him. I, you know, I don't know. I only live here, but not, not, not uh, pointing any fingers, but you know, we learned and we figured that part out. So it really, you know, now I could send the thank you letter, Mm -hmm. you know, without any problem. I could, I could have a very good, genuine feeling um, uh, towards him and without any problem at all. And that, that took place many, many years ago. I felt totally, you know, I got that clarity. I let that guilt go. I, I let that uh, low self-esteem and low self-love, you know, go away. I started to love myself again, understand that I was worthy of a good relationship, that it was possible for me. You know, I just needed to clean up my energy where I was sitting, clean up my thoughts and um, decide what I want. Mm. Yeah. I, a while back, I, I decided to refer to that as my, okay, now what process? Because I had over the years as I was doing therapy and even in coaching now, 
know, people will tell me all these things that, you know, they've, they've done or had done to them or whatever. And at the end of it, I would go, okay, now what? Exactly. They would look at me like, no, no, you don't understand. And they would repeat it again. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I've heard you the first time. Now what? Because we're not going to undo those things. We might need to unlearn some things and, and process through, but you can't undo them. So yeah. now what? And that's so like important. It's, it's the, the way to move forward. Otherwise, you're stuck in the thoughts and in the identity of what was created some other time in the past, which is no longer there. And how did people respond to you when, they, when you said that? Did they get angry? Did they get frustrated? Like, what, what response did you get? So first, um, some people are relieved because a lot of people have carried around guilt and they're ready to let it go. Um, some people were upset because they felt like they somehow needed to pay some extra penance somewhere. And maybe I was going to be the one to, you know, deal out the penance. I don't know how, but uh, somehow make them aware of how horrible a person they were. And uh, usually uh, we had to process through that, their initial reaction. Um, and sometimes uh, people felt like that was minimizing, which was never my intention. Um, I recognize that we all have pains that have been caused by uh, situations in the past. I also recognize that I can't go back and undo the things that I've done or that were done to me. And so I'm either stuck staying in that or releasing it. I, I wrote a book on forgiving that is basically for that reason, that we've got to figure out how to move beyond that or be held hostage to it, um, which is the same thing of kind of moving back into alignment. If you feel like there's not a wrong, there's a, where do you go from here? Right. And you can be so in alignment. And then all of a sudden you're like, I've been out of alignment for a month. What just happened? You know, mm -hmm. this is life. It, it just happens. And I went to my minister when I was going through that divorce and I, you know, was telling my story again, because that's what we do over and over. And she was very empathetic and she was wonderful, but at one point, she said, okay, so we're done because there's nothing else. So now she literally said to me, okay, you can choose. She said, how long are you going to feel like this? Mm -hmm. And immediately my heart just kind of stopped and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't want to feel like this for another second. And she just looked at me and said, you can, there's no judgment. I'm not judging you. You can be where you are as long as you need to be. If it's another day, another year, five years. And I'm thinking five years, I don't want to feel like this for five minutes. Right. So that was great <laughs> mentorship, you know, because she made me realize it really was my choice. And I realized how sick I really was of tired telling that story. Mm -hmm. It was an old story. I didn't want it to be my story. I didn't feel good anymore when I was telling it. I was just telling it because it was where I was stuck. So now I would just reach for that moving meditation or start moving into gratitude, start really focusing more on how I feel and what is working in my life. Stop giving so much attention to what isn't working or didn't work. Like you said, what you can't control anymore. And I would start to make these, you know, baby steps. It, it doesn't feel like much when you're sitting in a mess. You know, it, it just doesn't feel like much, but we have to start somewhere. And once we get started, it's amazing how quickly we can shift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is a great time for us to talk a little bit about what to do next, because I'm sure lots of people are listening going, yeah, I've got that same story. I keep telling the same story. Some, and again, it's up to each person to decide if they want to give up the story to move beyond the story. It may still be a time to hold on to the story and that there's no judgment on that either. I mean, it, it, that it processes when it does, but 
if you're kind of ready to give that up and move to a different place. Um, so, Bree, you started to, you mentioned a little bit that was on the website. Why don't you give the web address so people can uh, go find you? And uh, we'll put it in the show notes, but uh, just go ahead and give out the web address so people can find that. Yeah, sure. So our website is alignmentessentials.com forward slash podcast. And this is, it's the perfect time to talk about this actually, because for anyone who is thinking, you know, okay, what's my next step? That is literally what we have. It doesn't necessarily work for everyone, but what we offer are tools to help people take that next step, whatever it is for them to get back towards alignment. And for people who feel like they're totally in alignment, great. This will just help you continue to stay there and keep practicing this. So um, alignmentessentials.com forward slash podcast. What we'll do is give all of your listeners a free moving meditation to try. We'll also give them a free round of the workout. And I, I thought it was so cool earlier that you said this is, this is kind of like a great analogy the, the workout is almost this great analogy for life, and it, it really is. So the, the cues that you'll hear in the workout are so different from just a, a fitness class that you might get at the gym because it'll even be cues like, you know, gloves, gloves are up right by your cheekbones. Always protect yourself because nothing gets in unless you let it. Well, that's not just punching your face. That's your entire brain, you know, like mentally you're learning to protect yourself, whether it's physical, whether it's you do the moving meditations and really learn how to protect yourself emotionally. A lot of people would really be looking for a tool. They just don't have the tools and they don't necessarily have that mentor to go to who can help them shift out of it. So if you're looking for something, these won't take long. They're two to five minutes a day. And we'll offer this to all of your listeners and hopefully it resonates with them and it can help them stay so a little more in alignment. <laughs> and it won't take long. Um, better than that, the price long. is wonderful, uh, free. So uh, alignmentessentials.com slash podcast. And that means that you can test it for yourself. And I'm always encouraging people to be skeptical, which Absolutely. means that you don't accept everything, but you, you don't reject it. You just test it and see if there's more information that points you in the right direction. So you don't have to believe anyone about waking up and thinking about gratitude. I don't know how you can see that that would be bad, but <laughs> you don't have to believe that. You can test it, see how that goes. Uh, the same with looking at how you're feeling, just thinking about the, your emotional state. I don't know that that's uh, too risky. So a couple of first steps there are super easy in the next two are just by reaching out, going to alignmentessentials.com slash podcast, and uh, you can learn more about the movement that can help you find that alignment in your physical, your mental, your spiritual, and your emotional life. Janie, Bree, thank you so much for sharing. Oh, it's been our pleasure. Thank, thank you. you so much for having us. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.